ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله sallallahu alayhi wa sallam indeed all praise and thanks belong to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we praise him we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness we seek refuge with allah from the evil of ourselves and from the evil of our bad deeds whomsoever allah guides then no one can misguide and whomsoever allah misguides then no one can guide i bear witness that nothing has a right to be worshiped except for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is alone and he has no partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, may Allah raise his rank and grant him peace, is his slave and his messenger. Indeed, the most truthful speech is the speech of Allah, the Quran. The best and the finest of guidance is the guidance of our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The worst of affairs are the newly invented matters. Every newly invented matter is an innovation in the religion. Every innovation is misguidance. And every misguidance is in the hellfire. And before we start, we remind the brothers to be mindful of the cell phones and to put their cell phones up and to be attentive when it comes to listening to the Jumu'ah Khutbah. Barakallahu feekum. There is no disease and there is no ailment that exists in this world except that there is a cure for it. As the Prophet wasallam said, مَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ دَاءً إِلَّا أَنزَلَ لَهُ شِفَاءً رواه البخاري. He said Allah did not send down any disease or ailment except that He sent down a cure for it. And one of the many diseases and ailments that many people suffer from, especially in this day and time, is depression. And usually when a person, or when people suffer from depression, the very first thing that they do is go to a doctor and get some medication to treat their depression. And of course, if a person truly suffers from depression, he has chronic depression, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with this. This is legislated. This is taking the means. However, we find in many cases that many Muslims, when they are sad and depressed, they neglect and they overlook the treatment and the cure that's found in the Qur'an and the Sunnah when it comes to these type of ailments. And this is why when a Muslim is sad and depressed, the very first thing that he should do before even going to a doctor or a physician, he should turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he should increase in saying those invocations. And those supplications that have been authentically reported in this regard. As this will be a means of bringing about ease to his situation. And one of these supplications is a supplication that the Prophet ﷺ advised us. And he directed us to learn. He said ﷺ, He said, no person is afflicted with sadness or grief. فَقَالَ أَلَّهُمَّ إِنِّي عَبْدُكَ And he says, O oh Allah, I am your servant. 
وَابْنُ عَبْدِكْ The son of your male servant. وَابْنُ أَمَتِكْ And the son of your female servant. نَاصِيَتِي بِيَدِكْ My forehead is in your hand. مَاضٍ فِيَ حُكْمُكْ عَدْلٌ فِيَ قَضَاءُكْ Your command over me is carried out and your decree over me is just. أَسْأَلُكَ بِكُلِّ اسْمٍ هُوَ لَكْ I ask you by every name that belongs to you. سَمَّيْتَ بِهِ نَفْسَكْ That you have called yourself or you have named yourself. أَوْ عَلَّمْتَهُ أَحَدًا مِنْ خَلْقِكْ Or you have taught to one of your creation. أَوْ أَنْزَلْتَهُ فِي كِتَابِكْ Or you have sent down in your book. أَوْ اسْتَأْثَرْتَ بِهِ فِي عِلْمِ الْغَيْبِ عِنْدَكْ Or you have concealed or you have kept the knowledge of this name and the unseen with you. And تَجْعَلَ الْقُرْآنَ رَبِيعَ قَلْبِي That you make the Qur'an the spring of my heart. وَنُورَ صَدْرِي And the light of my chest. وَجَلَاءَ حُزْنِي وَذَهَبَ هَمِّي And the banisher of my sadness and the reliever of my distress. إِلَّا أَذْهَبَ اللَّهُ هَمَّهُ وَحُزْنَهُ وَأَبْدَلَهُ مَكَانَ حُزْنِهِ فَرَجَا The Prophet ﷺ said that no person says this supplication or says these words, except that Allah would take away his sadness and his grief and replace it with ease. فَقِيلَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ أَلَا نَتَعَلَّمُهَا So it was said, Messenger of Allah, should we not learn these words? فَقَالَ بَلَى He said, yes. يَنْبَغِي لِمَنْ سَمِعَهَا أَنْ يَتَعَلَّمَهَا He said, it's imperative. It's a must for the one who hears these words to learn them. And this supplication, that the Prophet ﷺ directed us to say, and he directed us to learn the supplication. It contains four tremendous principles. And there's no way for a person to rid himself of sadness and depression. And there's no way for a person to attain happiness and joy, except by actualizing these four principles. And the first of these principles is being subservient before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And actualizing the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is the ultimate purpose of our creation in this world. As he said, Subhanah, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسِ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ As Allah Jalla wa'ala said what means, and I did not create the jinn and mankind except to worship me. And wallahi, ya ikhwan, wallahi thumma wallahi. It's a tremendous blessing and bounty from Allah to know the reason why we're in this world. It's a tremendous blessing and a bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to know the purpose of life. Because if you were to ask the majority of the people in this world, out of billions and billions of people, what is the purpose of life? I guarantee you they will not be able to give you the correct answer. And this is why we find that the disbelievers, in particular, they live their lives in a state of sadness and depression, doing things that's never going to cause them to achieve happiness and joy in this world nor the hereafter. And this is why actualizing a tawheed, and being firm and steadfast upon a tawheed, it is the greatest reason that will cause a person to achieve happiness and joy in this world in the after. And it is the greatest reason that will cause a person, or rather it will rid a person of sadness and depression. The second principle contained in the supplication is to affirm the preordainment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that whatever Allah wills is going to happen. And whatever He does not will is never going to happen. And nothing takes place in this world or the universe for that matter, except by the permission and the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As he says, subhanahu, وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءُ اللَّهُ رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ And you cannot will 
except that Allah has already willed the Lord of the worlds. And when things don't go our way, and when things don't go as planned, then it's binding upon us to submit to the command or the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we take the necessary means and the legislative means and it doesn't turn out as we want it to turn out, then we, ha we have to be content and we have to submit to the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's not permissible for any of us to have any objection when it comes to the preordainment and the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَإِنْ أَصَابَكَ شَيْءٍ فَلَا تَقُلْ لَوْ أَنِّي فَعَلْتُ كَانَ كَذَا وَكَذَا The Prophet ﷺ said, Do not say, or if something afflicts you, or something bad happens to you, do not say, if only I did such and such, then the outcome would have been like this. وَلَكِنْ قُلْ قَدَرُ اللَّهِ وَمَا شَاءَ فَعَلْ He said, rather say, it is the decree of Allah, and Allah does whatever He wills. Because the word law, saying if, if only, if only I did such and such, this opens up the work of the devil. Walhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Our praise and thanks belong to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. The good end is for those who possess piety. There is no transgression. Except against those who oppress. I bear witness that nothing has a right to be worshipped except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's alone and he has no partners. He aids and he supports those who are righteous. And I bear witness and I testify that Muhammad, may Allah raise his rank and grant him peace is his slave and his messenger. The third principle that is contained in the supplication is to believe and to affirm the beautiful names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is to be done in a manner without distorting or negating their means. And likewise, without making the meanings or the, these names and these attributes similar to the creation. As Allah Jalla wa'ala said, لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ that there is nothing that is like him, and he's the all-hear, the all-seer. And the Prophet said, He said, indeed, Allah has 99 names. And whoever enumerates these names, then he will enter paradise. And the meaning of ahsaha, or enumerates, it does not mean that a person just memorizes these 99 names. But rather, a person must memorize them. And also, he must understand the meanings of these names. And he must act in accordance to that which is necessitated by these names. And likewise, when we learn and understand the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is one of the many ways that will increase us in Iman, as well as the fear and the reverence of Allah Jalla wa'ala. As it was stated by some of the Salaf, مَنْ كَانَ بِاللَّهِ أَعْرَفْ كَانَ مِنْهُ أَخْوَفْ Some of the Salaf said that whoever knows Allah the most, then he's going to fear him the most. And likewise the opposite. If a person is lacking in this department, if a person is lacking and he's deficient when it comes to knowing about his Lord, or he has little to no concern when it comes to knowing about his Lord, then likewise his fear and his iman is going to be deficient. Because he doesn't truly understand the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As for the fourth and the last principle contained in this dua, then it is being diligent. And it is striving as it relates to the Qur'an. 
and reading and pondering upon his means. And likewise, acting in accordance to it. And a day shouldn't go by except that we have read something from the Quran. It is something shameful. And it is something despicable. That days go by. And weeks go by. And months go by. And the most have been sitting on the shelf and a person hasn't opened it. A day should not go by except that we open up the Mus'haf, except that we read something from the Qur'an, even if it's just a few pages. Because the Qur'an is the speech of Allah Jalla wa'ala. And it is the ultimate guidance, it is the ultimate guidance for all of mankind. And likewise, it is a cure for the sicknesses and the ailments of the heart as well as the body. Qala subhanah, wa nunazzilu min al-Qur'ani ma huwa shifa'un wa rahmatun lil-mu'mineen. Allah Jalla wa'ala said what means, and we send down of the Qur'an that which is a cure and a mercy for the believers. And Imam Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala said, فَمَا مِنْ مَرَضٍ مِنْ أَمْرَاضِ الْقُلُوبِ وَالْأَبْدَانِ إِلَّا وَفِي الْقُرْآنِ سَبِيلُ الدَّلَالَةِ عَلَى دَوَائِهِ وَسَبَبِهِ وَالْحِمْيَةِ مِنْ He said there is no sickness, there is no ailment, whether it be an ailment of the heart or the body, Except that the Qur'an, it shows how to treat it. And it shows the cause for, for that particular ailment. And likewise, how to prevent it. However, who is this for? Is this for the person who just opens up the Qur'an and he doesn't contemplate and reflect upon his meanings? Is this for the person who just reads the Qur'an every other month? He says this is only for the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him understanding of his book. We ask Allah jalla wa'ala, to give us success in that which he loves and he's pleased with. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنًا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنًا وَقِنَا عَذَابِ النَّارِ We ask our Lord for the good of this life and the good of the hereafter and to save us from the punishment of the hellfire. اللَّهُمَّ أَعِزَّ الْإِسْلَامَ وَالْمُسْلِمِينَ We ask Allah to give honor and nobility to Islam and the Muslims everywhere. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ